Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Adjacent. You're listening to the Sports Adjacent. Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent. With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network. We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent on headphones and then test it like before you join the stream yard it says test like the the headphones yes uh, it's a slapper of a song i really enjoyed that song <laughs> i don't remember the song specifically it was like testing your headphones it sounds like it's working this is slapped. I, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So shout I, out I to can Stream tell. I can yeah. tell. I can tell. Maybe you get that on like you your running playlist or something. Makes you almost want to just keep testing your headphones, right? Like you're like, I don't care what I, I, was, I do. After I was that. definitely about to do that. I, I may <laughs> just put that song in this podcast. Yeah. They tested fine, but I, I want to test them again. Yeah, mm-hmm. 45 minutes into testing your headphones, I go, damn, time got away from me here. <laughs> Russ, I wouldn't think that you would need to be told that, uh, like, you don't you don't take orders from Tony in any way. I mean, I tr- the reason we've hired Tony <laughs> is to help our, improve our product, which I feel like, he, for the most part, he's done, right? <laughs> there's, there's those days. There's those days where we're just like, all right, I don't know if the product has been helped. But it's a long-term investment, young Anthony Gill. Tony thinks those are his best days. Oh, definitely. Like, what? Those are gr- the, the stuff we have to edit out are always our best shows. <laughs> <laughs> how how he, much are you actually editing out? Like, uh, what would you say? The, oh, uh, Cam. Cam. Oh, Cam. Dude. Cam. <laughs> Cam. Okay. What? How much this. are we editing out? Let me answer that for him. There's a reason why we haven't gone live. Things. Sports Jason gets these. These guys feel like it's a lot. It's really only ten percent, probably. <laughs> okay. But let okay. me tell you, it is a blazing hot ten percent. <laughs> it always is. It is the. It is the ten percent. Yeah. yeah. Last week, so not last that week. much, but but the ten percent that we do cut is uh, it will one hundred percent lose you your job. This is the. This is the. I'll, I'll explain for Cam and the listener like what the editing process is like. So when we're done recording, mm-hmm. Tony will take the audio file and he'll go through cut out the dead periods and like just put in all the the good stuff sure and then he sends it to jason and i usually the night before sometimes two nights before depending on when we record and jason and i have to go through and decide okay what gets us fired yeah <laughs> what makes yeah. a significant other upset uh, or okay. did we offend anybody right mm-hmm. that's usually what we're listening for or the big one will we get canceled yeah, I guess. like that's that's the, just the show. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. So then that's that's usually how it goes. And so for them, like we, we joke about it for the most part, we're usually OK. 
Yeah. And like that's why we have the elevator music or we might bleep something. <laughs> but then there are those days oh. when we listen and we got to send the text to Tony immediately like, yo, this cannot <laughs> go in there. <laughs> and then we have to listen again to make sure it's not in there. Yeah. I, I do wonder if like I feel like everyone has a different baseline of what would get them canceled. So like what what Russ thinks might get him canceled, Tony doesn't think is going to get him canceled. Like how like I imagine that is how, where the trouble comes in. Here's the problem, Cam. Sometimes Tony correctly. don't Tony don't care about getting canceled. <laughs> I do, right? right. Tony's just like I mean, that's if I get canceled, I had I got I got more time to chill. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, I just got this job and this money. Right. Like, don't take it away from me. Yeah. <laughs> Last Tony, week, last week Tony's, we, Tony's we like, talked I, about. I, I, Tony, stop! Stop! <laughs> Tony, like this is a good a segment. Why we that we all of that out. This is the ten percent that we're talking about. Yeah. Well, it Tony, wasn't Tony until Tony he can get canceled. <laughs> it's not that he doesn't care about getting canceled. He just doesn't think it's possible, Russ. So he he sits here and he. Uh, but even if he did, he'd be like, eh, you know, I got a serious girlfriend now. I've been looking to spend more time with her. Right. He he thinks there's no there's all upside. Yeah. Into there's the cancellation a, of Anthony Gill. There's a certain power in just saying I can't be canceled. Like people do it, and it just works somehow. They're just like, no, yeah. I'm a guy became a guy became president off that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was about to say Tony yeah. thinks he, but you're not the president, Tony. You're right. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> so no, they yeah. have no. And, well, you black too, so they had no problem getting you out of here. So <laughs> I don't know if that was going to work for you. It worked for him and uh, the governor of Virginia and Dave Chappelle. I'm not sure if it's really worked for anybody else. (laughs) Welcome to Sports Adjacent, everybody. The voice you're hearing that may or may not sound familiar to you is Cam Ellis from The Score, our friend. I'm Jason Leisure. My co-host, Russ Dorsey, is here. He's home. He's home for once. Usually, Russ is uh, nice. And in some strange hotel room um, because of his job. (laughs) Wait a minute. Don't say strange hotel room. It's like this... this, motel six on the outskirts of some city like i said because of your job uh and we got our producer tony gill as always and we as always are brought to you by obvious shirts russ they got some shirt new shirts on here that i want to ask you about it's the schwindy Schwindy city collection there is a Mm -hmm. tank with frank on it and you can buy men's or women's shirts Mm -hmm. it's a schwindy city I know that this is about Frank Schwindel. Yes, sir. And I know that that is not a made-up name. I know nothing else about him. Tell me. He has been the best hitter in baseball since August 1st. The best hitter in baseball? Yes, sir. The whole sport? 30-year-old Frank Jeez. Schwindel. Good for him, man. Good yeah. for him. Well, you can go on there and get some uh, get the Schwindy City collection, or you can get the Sports Adjacent collection. Uh, we've got five shirts on there. And uh, actually 10, I guess, if you count that they all come in black and royal blue. Correct. And you can get 10% off. You already get free shipping at Obvious Shirts. Um, you're already getting funny, high-quality, soft T-shirts. And you can get an extra 10% off your entire order by using promo code ADJACENT10. Russ, you know what I need to buy? A Bluetooth speaker. Just to have around the house or? or well, there's no. a specific reason. And I'm wondering if anything like this has happened to, uh, to the three of you. And uh, Cam Ellis, thank you again for joining us. We love having you as guest co-host. You were fantastic last time. uh, And you better be fantastic this time or else we'll just find somebody else. Uh, I will say, Jason called and was like, hey, man, like, I don't want to put pressure on you, but like, I hope you're funny tomorrow night. Like, just no pressure or anything. We we have options, so we're we're relying on you as plan A. I appreciate that. Cam is going to bring us a report on the Chicago Bears later in this episode, but I, I... I was stuck, Russ, because it's like 
I don't I don't want Cam breaking down, um, you know, the sn- the snaps at tight end. Right. Or who should be playing right tackle for the Bears? I, I wanted it to be funny, but I didn't know a way to tell him that without saying, come on, Cam, be funny. And be funny is the worst <laughs> thing. It is the worst thing you could say to anybody. It is. It really funny. is. Yeah. Oh, I've done that. I've done it. Like, you told people? Uh, a comedian. He'll Tony walk up to Bill Burr and be like, hey, Bill, be funny. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you say that to a comedian who inherently knows that? That's, um, that's like if I well, get on here and I'm like, all right, guys, this is the episode. Let's do a good job. Let's do a really good show that like you guys wouldn't know that. Why would who did you tell to be funny and why, um, Tony? The the said comedian will be remain nameless, but I booked him for a show for Lawrence or maybe Herb did. And he was like, Oh yeah, he's a comedian. I was like, All right, cool, cool. So he comes in, he does the interview. I was like, I thought he was a comedian. And he was like, He is. This is just you know, an interview. I was like, Ah, should have been funny. You know, I just kind of you know like that. the benefit of the bleep that we have you put in is you could say the dude name and then bleep right. it out, bro. Well, I only said that because I, I I actually forgot his name. So. It, it didn't end up being that great of a story because he didn't actually say it to the guy. So and he forgot the guy's <laughs> name. Basically, a guy just came in and wasn't funny. I thought Tony was like going to open mics across the city and just ruining comics nights. Like, <laughs> Boom! That is a hundred percent. Tony would go to the laugh. Laugh Factory or something like that, right? And be like, "You <laughs> suck, boo!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd crack himself up. Uh, I the reason I need to buy a new Bluetooth speaker is I only have like two of these things. I don't know how much a normal person has. Maybe rich people have like five. You know, I don't know. I have one for inside. Yeah, do people not even use that anymore? Oh, I no, just I like have. Yeah. I think one is. I think most people just have one. Oh, wow. So I'm the rich guy. Nice. Um, (laughs) I have one for inside the house and one that I use outside that's waterproof and has like a strap on the back and can can be attached to like even a tree or something like that if I want to use it outside, which is awesome. Uh, I've lost this thing like a hundred times. There's been a hundred times where I've lost this thing. I thought I'm never finding that again. It's in a bush. It's in the dark. Like I'm never going to get this thing back. Um, And so I've had this coming for a while. And this is what I wanted to know if you guys have done anything like this i have a bad habit of when i'm working around the garage or the front yard of just setting stuff on the trunk of my car in the garage like it's a table and i set this bluetooth speaker on the trunk of the car and later in the day went and ran an errand without realizing it was there and so it's gone it's somewhere between my house and the store and i realized it pretty quickly afterward and went out driving around looking for it and like retracing my steps and did not find it it's gone Nah, it's a wrap for that. Yeah, you never do stuff like that. Like lose. Yeah, just like things absent like that. minded, absent mindedly, like losing something that you that is somewhat. Valuable. You know what? This is a good time. To, I lost uh, one of my diamond earrings the other day. There we go. The one mistake oh. Russ has ever made. Um, that sounds like a big one. That sounds worse than a Bluetooth <laughs> yeah. speaker. Yeah. Not, like now that you, like, I was thinking, I'm like, no, nah, I wouldn't have. But it was just like it. But did you I lose it stupidly? Did you lose it stupidly like I did? Stupidly, no. Like it's annoying the way I lost it, but it wasn't stupid. So I'm coming out of the store. I was at Whole Foods, yeah. and I still had my mask on. Nice flex. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, the rest of us are shopping at Jewel. Go ahead. Stop it. <laughs> Walking out of Whole Foods, and I, I still have my mask on. And I get in the car, yeah. and I go to remove my mask as I'm sitting oh, in the car, no. and like the mask strap, like. Think of somebody's finger like flicking my ear. It basically did that, and my earring pop, like flew out. 
and fell like between the seats of the car. Okay. And most people were like, oh, okay, you just reach down and find it. But yeah, you can get that. No, the diamond earrings aren't like it's not like I dropped my phone. I could just so I have to take out the the mats in the car. I take out the mats in the back of the back seat, looking underneath, and I might have looked for two hours. Yeah. Could not find that earring, man. So lost the like lost one of my diamond earrings. And but you think to, it's in your car still? I know it's still in there, but like oh, it's somewhere it's, in there. It's small, like con- in comparison to most things, like it's really small, and there's yeah. so many crevices in a car. Yeah, like, it it might be a wrap. So I just you can't use a magnet. It. That uh, do you are you of the belief that diamonds are magnetic? <laughs> well, no, t- like Tony, I don't think that would work. <laughs> I don't mm. think they're magnetic. In the, uh, the or, post, or a the, vacuum, the, a vacuum would work. Well, but then what? Well, no. then how Damn. would I? Guys, you, you vacuum it, then you just you vacuum, right? And then you open up the thing, and then you uh-huh. look forward in the thing. Yeah. All right. You know what, Russ? We shouldn't criticize. They're trying to help. <laughs> no, I, I get that. I get that. I, I get and that. and well, I think what's Are what you're what stealing, hand duster ones. Yes, a dust buster, Russ. Yeah. I think what you're struggling with right now is you just all of a sudden realized we have two Tonys. <laughs> you hundred percent have two Tony. Let's use a so, let's yeah. use a magnet. Let's use a vacuum. So I lost that. Um, had to buy. I wanted to buy. I wanted an excuse to buy another set of earrings anyway. But like, I couldn't just go around with one set or one of the sets. Right. So I ended up getting another pair. I lost my sister one time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How, um, how, how old was she? She was how, in high school. Okay. Have you found her? Or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're all good. Now. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I retraced my steps. Everything. Found her. Got her. I didn't think that needed to be asked, but I thought we better get that out of the way right up front, whether she was ever found. Yeah. Yeah. I like that the stakes have gone higher with every story. Like first it was a Bluetooth speaker, and then it was like a diamond <laughs> earring, and we were like, oh damn, okay. And then I was like, Tony's like, yeah, I lost my sister. Like I, I, I can't go any better than like losing my sister. So I, I, I don't think I can go top that one. Um, but I, I've lost something at some point, I assume. Tony, did you, you did you say that you were in high school or your sister was in high school? Wasn't your sister my, in high school? My sister was in high years? school. So you lost her just a few years ago? Yeah. You weren't like eight. This is something that happened no. recently? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think she was in the car? Uh, so when she was, <laughs> she try was a a part of the drama team <laughs> <laughs> and she had a play and I went to the play and as it was ending, I was like, oh, okay, I'll go get the pizza and then we'll go home. Uh, I got the pizza, but I didn't go back to pick her up, and I went straight home. And I was like, "Man, I wonder where is she?" And I was like, "Ah, yes, she's back at school." So, but the pizza was there. So the the funniest part is, I know in this story, like Tony's driving, and he really goes, "Ah, yes." Not how loud to no one. He definitely said that to himself in a car. Yes, do you wow. ever leave anything on a plane? That's easy to do, and you fly a ton. No, 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 no. I, I always make sure phone wallet keys. You a stadium, a ballpark? Um, I've left a charger yeah, that's an easy once or one. twice, that's, like the laptop like charger. Yeah. But I've always done it with another day when I was coming back to the park, so mm. it was there. Okay. Yeah, I, I left the uh, iPad charger, and that's like the really good charger. That's the one that. That's like a supercharger. I left that in a stadium, and you're not getting that back. I left a, I left a sport coat on a plane once, 
the the dress code for football is is just a little bit more than baseball. I think you guys can kind of wear whatever you want most of the time. You guys are yeah. summer. You guys probably wear shorts uh, to games, I would assume, right? It used to be frowned upon, but there's a lot of younger people in there now. Yes. We said F that, yeah. Changing it. I like that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I usually will wear a sport coat or something to cover a football and NFL game, um, but I, that's about the only time I'll wear one, so I don't have that many. So losing one sport coat for me is like <laughs> losing 20% of my sport <laughs> coat population. And uh, people will probably hear this story and think that it serves me right um, because it's a little bit mean. So something bad happening to me at the end of this seems appropriate. But uh, I was on a plane headed to a Bears game in 2019, and I had put the sport coat in the closet. And that that's you, you almost should just write yourself a note when you do that. When you put it in the little closet, when you get on the plane, you should write a note to remind yourself that it's not going to be there. And I go and sit down. And the guy sitting in front of me for this flight, and thankfully it's only to Minneapolis, so it's like an hour. Uh, it just the smell was oppressive. This it was the worst smell. I just the whole time. And what are you supposed to do? Like Take, you know, you gotta, tap on his shoulder and be like, "Hey, hey, sir, could you smell better?" Or call or call the flight attendant and be like, "Can I not sit by the smelly guy?" I mean, is this was, is this cologne or is this body odor? Oh, it's the worst body odor. Oh, okay, okay. Like, so, like, um, just came from a workout five mile run sweating and then eh, i'm gonna travel somewhere uh, came home and took a bath in a dumpster um bef- between. Yeah, okay. that's, so what happens when you, that's what happens when you don't have a girlfriend you don't shower more. <laughs> nah nah tony nah. that might have been what was happening to tony uh pre-girlfriend this was tony on your flight you just didn't know him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. uh, but the smell was so bad that it was like with about 30 minutes left in the flight, I was like, I got to get off this plane. I got to get off this plane. Like the second this plane lands, I'm out of here. And I'm never that guy. Like, I, I can't stand when people. Those people are annoying. Like mm-hmm. skip the worst. off the aisle a few rows. Like, just let everybody. Sit your ass down. Like, like you, you're sitting in the back for a reason. Let the people. There's one door. Yeah. Don't get, yeah. don't get me started, man. <laughs> but I was like, I got to get off this plane. And then I did when it landed. And I got off in such a hurry that I never, I didn't remember the jacket until I got back to the hotel that night. Yeah. And then it's already like in Topeka or whatever. It's gone. Yeah, you're not getting that back almost ever. But I deserve I it. Le- I will say I left some clothes at the JW Marriott in San Fran um, this year. And I was – the next city was in it was San Diego. So I get to San Diego that night, and I'm going through my bag, and I'm like, I'm missing all of my <laughs> workout clothes. Yeah, and then I'm just like, ah, they're in the little drawer, and um, so I call the JW. I'm like, yo, oh, and shout out to the people at the JW because they were really helpful. Um, nice. I said, hey, by you. <laughs> is it, Everyone else is yeah. at like the Fairfield Inn, but go ahead about the JW. <laughs> um, I said, hey, uh, I think I left my uh, um, set of clothes in the room. Shut up, Tony. <laughs> I, left, <laughs> I kept waiting for him. You, when you said that you left some clothes in a hotel room, I almost was like, let's just let's just pause and let Tony get whatever joke in that he wants to get. Thank you, let, Tony. Tony, let him finish the story. I left some clothes, um, and she said, okay, I'm going to go send security up. Yep, they found them. We can FedEx them to you, and they should be in San Diego tomorrow. And they were. So wow. I appreciate them. See, if you leave stuff at a hotel, you have a chance. I'm imagining that those work clothes, those are workout clothes, though. They uh, those might have been a little ripe. No, they were clean. They were. Clean. Oh, okay. All right, good. Then you weren't asking too much of the hotel. No, 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 not at all. What's See, the that's weirdest thing? Because I left a pillow in a hotel once, and I called and I was like, "Hey, 
is there any way you could like ship this to me? And they're like, no, that sounds complicated. Tough luck. And just hung up the phone. And I was just like, uh, okay, I guess I'll start buying a new pillow tomorrow. Oh, man. You should you should have just ruined the whole parade. Should have been like, that's why you're you guys got to keep it. Oh, oh, oh. I could have done that. You're right. I In the moment, I didn't think about that. But in hindsight, that would have been a better choice. I'll I'll note that, Russ. Don't worry. Thank you. Thank you. You know, in fact, me and Cam are kind of like the same person. We just switch jobs. Like I used to work. I used to work at the score. Now we're oh, at yeah. NBC. He used to work at NBC. Now he works at the score. Mm-hmm. How does that make you the same person? That's not even. I feel like we vibe on the same on a similar level. Okay. Yeah. So you've mm-hmm. worked at the opposite places and you like each other. Yeah. And that makes you like twins. But see, Tony left his job that's on right. purpose. And that. <laughs> 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 Cam, that's Cam's. That's Cam's aunt died. Cam's like, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. might have. You might have heard I got fired from my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I'm not why, mad at him. I'd bring it up too. He's yeah. like, that's why. I, that's why I'm dressed like this. That's why I kind of don't have it together today. You, Sorry, you, guys. You may have seen it on awful announcing recently. <laughs> so I was walking around Walmart the other day, and like you know, when the kids are going back to school, they have the notebooks out and the composition notebooks with the black and white on the front yes. and pencils oh, yeah. and pencil bags. And it like, it brought me back to a space where I'm just like, man, I haven't, I've been out of college for a couple of years now. And as a kid, when you're in it, you're just like, oh my God, I hate school. And while I was not a fan of school per se, like school was fun. Like maybe not the <laughs> learning part, and eh, maybe a little bit of the learning part, but like the things that you learn about life in school that are super valuable that you don't even think about for a long time. Like I started having those thoughts. And so one of the things I thought about was like, were you guys good students? Like, did you do your homework, honor roll, get things done? Did you answer questions? What what was I'll, I'll start off to let you okay. guys think. Okay. My, I was a pretty decent student, so like honor roll and stuff, but there was always a caveat. Like from the time I was in first kindergarten, first grade to the time I was in high school, my teachers will always say this at the parent teacher conference. Russell is such a great student. If he tried a little bit more, (laughs) he could be a straight A student. Like, it was always that. It's like, if he focused a little bit more, he could be. And so it wasn't to say that I wasn't smart or wasn't doing well. Like, I was getting like a 3.5 or whatever. But they always felt like I kind of like phoned it in because it's like, yeah, I'm cool with 3.5, which I was. I was totally cool with 3.5. I would love a 3.5. Yeah. I had, but it's like, I, 3.5 3.5 is cool. Like, why are we pushing me for straight A's here? Like, 3.5 is like the, the perfect level where you don't try too hard, which is important in high school and below. Like, there's a level of not trying that right, you right, pull right. off. It wasn't like I was getting like a 2.1. Right. Yes. Like, it, yeah. it, it tells people that you're smart, but you're not a try hard. And that's like the place to be <laughs> in high school. I'm with um, you. 100%. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a valuable skill. Like, it really be is. smart, do cool. well. Ha, you know, be engaging in class, 
but right. you don't have to be the. You can you can get a C every once in a while. Like it's cool, right? Yeah, like the people. Oh my god, the people who used to cry when they got a B. Yeah. Come on, man. We, there's a special no. place for those people. Yeah. Um, I was a terrible student basically every single year I went to school ever. Uh, just like <laughs> really just a awful student. But you're well, smart. You're smart. Yeah. You That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, you. Cam smart. is smart. Um, I just like people would tell me that I like the homework is due and I would be like, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> would come around. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I just like, I just, it was so boring to me and I just like couldn't pay attention. Um, and yeah, like I was, I, I sort of had a natural ability to test well, I guess, but no, yeah. I, my, my parents like to this day are just still get mad at me. They're like, you, like we, it didn't have to be like that, man. It really did not have to be like that. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. It kind of felt like it did. Um, no, I, I don't ever people are like oh I miss school and I'm just like no I'm sorry like I, I I would do eight billion jobs that I hated before I ever went back to school I just like no thank you which is a really hot take I feel like but <laughs> no I'm, absolutely not you're, you're now fine. I'm fired up about it like no way <laughs> yeah, I was like f school man <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. We write this down for my therapy session next week like I, I forgot about <laughs> school but yeah I, and then they asked me to like read and yeah. and then I got into a really <laughs> dark place. And like some of the books you read are kind of like, I look yeah. back and I'm like, why was I reading this book? Like, I like I don't really get it anymore. Like, and then you meet students that become teachers in college, and you realize like what a student, what a teacher's life is like outside of teaching. And you're like, oh, like a lot of you guys didn't care at all. Like, yeah. and some of you did. Yeah. And like, some, and people have good teachers, but a lot of you guys just did this to like live. You were moving cattle, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I really got my like being friends with people in college that were teachers really peeled the curtains back on like what a lot of I feel like teaching is because I was like, oh wow, you guys don't really put nearly as much effort into it as I thought you did. <laughs> Russ, do you know the movie School of Rock with Jack Black? Yes. Where he music. I, I I love that movie. Mm -hmm. I, yes. I will stay and watch that movie like every time if it's on. But he has a great line in there where he says, those who can't teach, those who can't teach, teach Jim. Uh, Tony, I'm thinking Tony was probably like me in the sense that he also didn't like homework. Uh, I'm with you, Cam. I, a lot of, I blew off a lot of homework back in my day. Uh, but, oh, man, this, see, this is the rough part, Russ. Like, you're – you, you live with every week that your parents listen to every minute of every episode that we do. And my mom has always said that she listens to every minute. And I've always been kind of like not sure if she really does. But now she started yeah. commenting like every Thursday or Friday sending me texts about the show. So my mom will be listening to this. And my mom will find out that copying homework like five minutes before school started in the morning was routine. Tony, you were in on that too? It works. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did well at school. So much so that they thought I was smart <laughs> until they actually pulled me aside and like make you take these extra like, oh, we got to see if this kid's a genius type thing. And they're like, oh, no, you're not any type of genius. I was like, I could have told you that. I've never been to a library. Right. I've <laughs> <laughs> just never been to one, but don't believe in them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I, the whole my whole existence at school was I know I need to get good grades. How do I do right. that with the at least amount of effort possible exactly. so you know like we had this thing i went to a fine and performing arts elementary school so they had this section called library where we had to do like five book reports like a month mm -hmm. or so 
So I had five at the beginning of the year, and I just rotated them every every month until the school year ended, and she never found out. And that's how I just game the system, and I feel like that's what all kids should do. That's how you be successful at life. Learn the tricks and secrets to get good grades, but don't actually ever read the things or do the things. Just, just find but a see, way. That's what I'm talking about. These teachers are getting gamed by... 10 year olds yeah. like what's going on here right that shouldn't be happening right. a 10 year old shouldn't be able to pull one over on a year's worth of book reports and, on a, and, on an adult a, imagine 12 year old anthony gill gaming miss johnson out of book reports for a year like come like, on you're, of course you're never gonna do work again like, if you pull right. that off, like you're never doing it again. Tw- see look at that's why tony's the way he is now because at 12 he was you know, getting over on forty-year-olds that were supposed to do this job. Yes. You think yeah. I actually? You, you think I actually know how to edit audio? I've been YouTubing it my whole career. I <laughs> wouldn't be surprised, it. Tony. You got people to pay you all this money less. for editing, like a guru, <laughs> and you're just like, I'm doing on YouTube. Vibes of a guru, Russ. Can't you picture him like fifth or sixth grade? I mean, his entire school experience at that age, I feel like, was just scheming. Just walking yes. down the hall, rubbing his hands together, just scheming up the next scheme. A menace. I would. I do want to say, like, I, I, and I feel all four of us are like this, so I feel comfortable sharing this. So, like, okay, I good. was a good student and respectful, but, like, there's something about being, how do I say this? You feel more mature than the other kids, and so, like, sometimes... I'd probably be a smart ass to my some of my teachers, right? L- little remarks to make the kids laugh and all that. That was me. Um because there was a there was a a time. There was actually a couple occasions. I'm trying to figure out which one oh, really sure. stories I want to tell. Oh man, Russ was sure. a wild boy. <laughs> no, all right. So in, in third grade, um my we're learning about Billy Sunday, right? Famous baseball player who became a preacher and all that good stuff. And so Billy Sunday played for the Chicago White Stockings, which ended up being the Cubs. Uh, But my teacher kept saying uh, Billy Sunday played for the White Sox. And me being the knowledgeable sports person I was even at 10 years old, I said, hey, that's wrong. (laughs) And she was just like, no, it's right here in the book. He played for the Chicago White Sox. I said, it's White Stockings. They became the Cubs. And then she goes, why would white stockings become Cubs and not white socks? And I said, ma'am, you're wrong. And you're going to teach these kids the wrong thing. Like, what are you doing? I got a detention. <laughs> I got a detention. Right I was right. Top. Yeah, I was just like, I was right. Because then I'm at, I'm going, we're going back and forth. And all the kids are like giggling, like, ooh, he got you. And so then now you have a teacher getting told by a 10 year old, even though I was right. And so that was kind we of we got my, that part, Russ. We I've no, noted the part the, about you were right. We know we got that. But I was though. But I got a detention for being right. Did she ever come back and say like, "Hey, you were right"? No. <laughs> just she just went. Russ to, is still just waiting. Like, I'm apology. never gonna acknowledge this. All these years later, still waiting for my apology. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you gotta use this. You gotta and, use your position to be like, "Hey, I was right about this, and I know." Like, I'm a tweet that out. Here. Tweet out her name and everything. Yeah. Let let. Let the Twitter followers find this lady and demand mm-hmm. your apology. Nah. Use the full she... weight of the Sun Times. There is, there right is, there's a second story. So in high school, I wasn't the best like math student, right? So sometimes I'd ask more questions. I don't know what it was with my algebra teacher, but she like 
was on that with me. So one day I asked her, I'm going to say her name on this pod, and then I'll decide if I want Tony to bleep it out. Miss mm-hmm. Messman, right? She goes, she's explaining something. I raise my hand, and she turns around after looking at the board, and she says, why am I not surprised Russell Dorsey? Oh, boy. And all the kids start giggling st- and stuff. I'm like, the word, the words I was thinking, I couldn't say to a teacher in school. Like I wasn't that kid, but I should, I <laughs> should have said it. But I, and then so after she did that, and after the kids were laughing, I, I was just like, you know what? F my question. I'm gonna say this. We don't need any of this anyway. I'm never gonna use this, right? Because like now my feelings was hurt. <laughs> so it's like you got the kids yeah, laughing. Now, now you're now you're going nuclear, right? And so she was like, well. If you want to be like that, you can get out of the class. And I'm just okay. like, ah, here we go. I, yeah, I was like, fine, whatever. Class is almost over. <laughs> and then she was like, you need to come back here after school, and I'll tell you exactly why you need this uh, in your regular life. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll be here. <laughs> come back after school, because I was I was about it. She Bounce was. Shut up, Tony. Tony, Tony, shut up. That's not what kind of story it is, Tony. I came back. She was not there because she wasn't with the shits like that. So, Miss Messman, f you, Rusty. Maybe that was maybe maybe that was the lesson that she was teaching you that like you can't always depend on people to show up when they need you to. You know that's the that's the life lesson. Do you think Uh, Tony doesn't realize that he's kind of pushing you to the edge already in the second segment of the show, or does he not care? I don't think there's care there. I bet he care when we stop writing them checks. I bet. I bet that's when it happens. Now, when you get in this, when you get in this, uh, we'll call it a disagreement with the teacher, Rusty. Yeah. Are, are your Are your parents backing you or backing the teacher? Yeah. My, me. I'm. I'm right. If your parents are like, right. hey, son, you were you were right to smart off to your parents. They're like, it's it's cool that you smarted off the teacher because she was wrong. Or the one in third grade. I think my mom was just like, you can be right and also like you didn't have to say that in front of the whole class but i'm like ma she was wrong in front of the whole class like <laughs> who's gonna tell her like we're just gonna have a whole bunch of kids doing saying the wrong thing the one that's about so nice my to, that's so nice that they're supportive though i feel like my parents are just like i don't care if the teacher oh, said it, it do it not always like there, there'd be t- like the one in high school i yeah. that you know i was right about that too but you know i didn't you get in trouble and they didn't call but like they weren't happy that I said that to the teacher in, in the class. What Cam described is probably my wife's philosophy and my philosophy. A lot of times with our kids is, you know, if the if you broke a rule, but the rule is stupid, then, you know, you're right. See, that's not we get in a lot of money. We, we don't always see eye to eye on things. like that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, mean, I can't remember my parents ever being like, yeah. You made the right de- maybe because I didn't ever make the right decision in high school, but they were all they're always just like no, like that was wrong, and I was like, but I feel like I was really right, and they're like, I don't know, but like if you got told you're wrong, you were wrong, and I was like, oh. You know what's funny is like what's what's the greater greater lesson? Like there's three things: is like getting the actual answer correctly, um, mm-hmm. or like having you respect the authority figure, you know, regardless of what's going on. Or is there like a middle ground there where you're like, I need to be right, you know, right here. And I got to find a way to tell the teacher that she's wrong. Not well, I have to find a. I think it's important. To, I think mm. as you get older, I think as you get older, you you come up after class and be like, hey, I don't think yeah. that was right. Right. As a kid with ego 
especially after you feel like, all right, now I got to get the, 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 the crowd back on my side <laughs> because here they go giggling and sniggling at me. Um, yeah, I, I think as a kid, you, you, you learn that later in life, but not in the moment. You're like, I got to get the crowd back on my side and get these jokes off. I was going to say, in high school, I feel like it's way more of just like being a clown than it is like for sure. Sure, you're, you're right about anything. Like, you don't really care if you're right. You're just I like, have yeah. to win. I got to yeah. win fourth period. The fellas love this. <laughs> right. Like, I love it. Yeah. Right. You're I got to win fourth period. On them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's worth got, more socially. That's that's more social capital than oh, uh, for sure. You know, getting an A minus on the test. Like, you can go argue with your sociology teacher in college. Like, there's time for that. Like, think um, about my life now. I I write about who hit a home run. Like, what am I? What I need algebra two for? Get out of here! Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So well, in in, in the scheme entire... in the in the long term, I was still right. Do you remember the last time you used like <laughs> math you learned in high school? Like, has there been any time in the last month where you're like, oh shit, like I did math. Like that was great. At Cam, not in the last three years. <laughs> no, I bet not. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like some of that stuff. I use not exactly, but use theoretically, like problem, like like, like, like problem, like story problems, like right problem solving, right? Just uh, how to maneuver through life, solving issues based off of whatever algebra thing is, because it the math does make sense in terms of it's always going to be this way in terms of the facts of the situation. It's just how do I replace this with said real life situation on how to problem solve throughout my life. If Tony has $100 and his girlfriend has $0, how many dollars does Tony actually have? $0. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow, that's so useful. I would never thought about that. See, yeah, yeah but you got to you got to make it practical like this. Right. right. The train is moving at 47 miles an hour. <laughs> if you drive 20 miles an hour, how long will it be before the train makes this? Like nobody cares about that. I'm going to put no, it in I- Google Maps. Knowing how he's been the last few months, I think I feel like if you asked him that question, he would just stare at you blankly. But if you told him uh, the problem is Tony needs to pick up his girlfriend in 47 minutes and Tony can only drive 35 miles an hour leaving at 615. What time Tony would know the answer like before you even finish it for sure. <laughs> Suddenly he knows math. Yeah, it'd be like that. Yeah. So it's really uh, just like changing the situations like uh, sitting there being like, right, like I'm not gonna race a train in my car anytime soon like i don't really know exactly. i don't know guys i don't know so wow exactly. we, we solved teaching right here How, what a useful um first 40 minutes of this podcast listen Can i tell you about my favorite teacher that i ever had russ <laughs> yes please this was for world history and this was in high school this was not as a kid this was like junior year of high school we had this teacher and world history was a very easy class because the class periods were about 50 minutes or so and every day there would be a 20 minute lesson and then he'd put on a movie for the next 30 minutes. And it'd always be some old movie that you'd tune out over or whatever. And uh, the tests in this class were all multiple choice and they were all like this. It'd be like, um, who, who built the pyramids? A, Mike Ditka, <laughs> B, Mike Singletary, or C, the Egyptians. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, man. There was a fake Chicago Bears answer on every single one of these. It's so Chicago. I, like, only, like, that's, that's such great. a Chicago thing. Yes. Yeah. 
But the thing is, and the guy wore a bear sweatshirt every day. He's an older guy. Uh, I think he went to sleep when we were watching the movies every day. Um, but the grade scale in this class, I've never heard of anything like this. When you go to college, uh, sometimes, and this wasn't every class I don't think when I was in college, but it was some, where you, instead of getting a 90 to qualify for an A like you did in high school, you had to get like a 93 was the baseline mm-hmm. to get an A. And some of my classes at Tulane. In this class back in high school, the threshold for an A was 86. And the threshold for a B was like 75. I mean, this was on paper in the syllabus. Um, and, and you're taking tests like I described. But every day when uh, he would put on the movie, I, after a while I figured this out because it seemed like he was just going to sleep during the movie. I would say, uh, I'd wait. I, I was sly about it. I'd wait about four or five minutes into the movie. And then I'd ask him if I could go to the bathroom. And uh, I would just leave and go to whatever lunch period was going on that day and hang out with my friends. And I thought, this, this is great. This is fantastic. Uh, but one day, I he maybe he wasn't asleep because I came back. You always had to come back for like maybe the last minute of class. Right. Uh, you can be like, yeah, I was in the bathroom that whole time. Uh, he had locked the door and taped to the outside of it was a referral with my name on it. <laughs> Man. So I came back to a locked door and a trip to the dean's office. So he was playing the long game with you. He was, just, he was just letting you go, letting you go, building up your confidence, and then, wow. Yes. I love it. I was a, uh, I was a big, I look back at it now, and I'm like, how did I do this? I would just put my head down and sleep, like, in the, like through entire classes. Mm-hmm. And, like, I look back at it now, I'm like, that was so rude and also just, like, so <laughs> inconsiderate. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if you're a teacher and you're just sitting there and put a bunch of 15 year olds are just like, I'm not even going to take a book out of my backpack. Like I'm just going to put my head on this desk and just sleep for 50 minutes. And I just thought it was like fine to do in the moment. It was, I I look back, I'm like, damn, I was an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) That's so mean. Like I was so moral of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Cam Ellis's 11, 11, 11, Bears thoughts. All right. So, Cam, we, uh-huh. we brought you on here as a Bears expert. We're bringing on a guest to talk about the Bears. You you cover the Bears. You cover them very well, especially on Twitter. And uh, one of the local media outlets here has a weekly thing called 10 thoughts about the bears. And I thought we can, we can top that. We can go to 11. We're going to do Cam Ellis's 11 thoughts about the bears. Thoughts, not observations to be clear. Let's the SEO is important there. Um, yes. are, you, are you going from one to 11 or from 11 down to one, your best one, Cam? What's oh, your plan? oh, that's a good question. I did actually think like, I should probably like layer like the second best one to start and then the best one for last. Um, yeah. No, I'm just going to shoot them all out there. And okay. they're going to be, right. some are going to be funny and some are going to be not funny at all. And we're just going to learn on the ride here. And some of all them right. are questions, which I think will help. Number um, one, number one, Kim. N- number one is um, which close family member or friend do you think told Matt Nagy this at some point this summer that visors were ugly? It's <laughs> a good one. He like, looks much better with the, with, with the baldy, just rocking it with the, he just stopped hat. wearing the visor for no mm-hmm. reason. And, and like at the beginning of the year, he was like talking about how it puts a weird tan on his head. And you're like, yeah, man, wear a hat. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we need to figure it out. Someone told him, though. Someone broke it to him um, softly, though. For sure. Yeah. 
let's get it out here. Number two, um, do you think PR drew straws to announce the Dalton news today after Matt Nagy said that nothing was going to happen and they came back and we're like, no, something happened? Or do you think like think, that just goes to the senior guy? I think they drew straws on who got to. <laughs> you think so? You think they like took joy in being able to tell the media that? That's fair. Okay. Um, number three. Probably not a great sign of the Bears' influence on Chicago when the easiest player to get in touch with is Devin Hester. Nice. <laughs> Just saying. He's everywhere right now. Yeah. Cam, everywhere. Cam, Cam is on that today. I, like, I was writing these down, and like, some of these are just insults. Like, I think people are just going to be like, kind of mad by the end. Like, um, for instance, number four, I like that I love home openers because it's the only time that Bears fans can say the Bears are back and it actually makes sense. Um, Damn. So there's that. Um, see, some of them aren't going to be funny. I told you. Um, <laughs> number, <laughs> um, number five, you know, I was thinking about this and people were talking about how quarterbacks are divas now. And I sort of agree with that. But also, like, there is not a single part of my job that I would take a bone bruise in my knee for, like, at all. And Andy Dolan just, like, went back out there and was like, no, the shame of losing my job doesn't hurt as bad as a, knee, a, bone, a bone bruise in my knee does. So shout out Andy Dalton. He's not a diva. He knows uh, that. He knows they're looking for a reason. He yeah, knows they, they're they, looking for a reason. I, I I was thinking about like what injury it would have had to take for him to be like, yeah, I'm not going to come back into this game because he knew what was happening. Like the second you don't play anymore, you know what's happening there, don't you? Yeah, there there yeah. are people in that building that are like, nah, Andy got a bad ha- haircut. Justin, get <laughs> yeah. in here. No, they they went into the locker room and Dalton was like, do we have to amputate? They said no. He's like, I'm I'm going back out there. <laughs> Justin was just like, where's the morphine? I don't I'm care. Right. Yeah. Not, this is not going to be my last contract. Yeah. Um. Speaking of contracts, Eddie Jackson contract not looking too hot. Um, I like that Eddie Jackson. I like the number change because uh, I think it's fun that Eddie Jackson is changing his number every year based on how many tackles he plans on making. Um, <laughs> so that was the one where I was like, I hope Eddie Jackson doesn't hear this because like that's just really mean. Uh, well, I, I hope he doesn't listen to the show or uh, or follow Russ on Twitter. Um, but this- he was behind. <laughs> that's that's Russ's favorite target lately. Does it's he follow not, you on Twitter? No, it was the so after uh, the uh, the performance he put on in week one, uh, I tweeted. Uh, I had a tweet that went viral that said, "Has anybody seen? We need to put Eddie Jackson on our milk cart, and I haven't seen him since 2019." Uh, and it got lots of retweets and stuff. But it, it he had just been bad. Like he hadn't had a takeaway before sunday since 2018 yeah and he also he just like sounds taken away from him by the refs uh russ i don't know if you've heard he's only brought yeah. it up like they, they love day. telling me they love telling us that right he was also one of the leading factors behind the haters board remember that jason from last year when they put all the the messages from the media and like the the, the haters they put all the boards up in the locker room and they would just like play it on loop every single day to motivate them to go eight and nine um so, I, remember, I remember eddie jackson being like yeah like that was i was a big part of that like all right man whatever you say what, what what's our, what number are we on here cam is it seven we're on seven we're um, on i was watching the bears and the, the bengals hold on man i got to produce this a little bit this is oh, okay this is cam's this is thought number seven in yes. cam's 11 thoughts cam ellis's 11 thoughts about the bears um number seven well i was watching the bears and the bengals and people and people were like you know, writing important football notes, it dawned on me that I think I take football teams more seriously when they don't dress like their mascots. Oh, hmm. 
Like, okay. think about all the sports teams you take seriously, and do any of them dress up like the mascots? Like, because their helmets have tiger stripes. You're saying, right? Yeah. yeah. And like the dolphins are bright green with a dolphins logo. Like, no one takes the ducks, Oregon Ducks, that seriously because they dress up like ducks. Like, yeah. the Clemson, the only Tigers team that is good, doesn't specifically doesn't dress up like Tigers. Um, Alabama, all red, like. I, I think the bears get away with stuff because they don't dress up like bears because they're not like, Hey, we're actual bears. Like they're, they're, right. just, they're not that into it. Like they're still kind of cool about it. Right. Okay. They're All not right. coming out of, they're not coming out of the tunnel. Like, are so deeply unserious. <laughs> like they're just the lamest. Right. Um, so that was, I was like, oh, like, yeah, that is exactly how I view it. Um, okay. Speaking of jerseys, this is actually great. Number eight, Kim. Number eight. Um, do you guys remember when Justin Fields threw out the first pitch at, uh, Correct. With the White Sox game? And he yeah. was the only one in his own jersey? He was, I think, the only one in a, in the, uh, in the black jersey, too. Didn't he have a different right. color jersey than the rest of the class? And all the other rookies were white. And I want to know how many rookies were like, yo, man, this sucks. Like, no way. <laughs> um, or if everyone's like, no, I get it. Because I, like, I would be mad. I think I would be like, a little bit salty about it. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yes. If we all, if we all got other, hired. The alternative like, you're saying is that they all look at him and they're like, no, you're right. He's better than us. Right. Yes. And I, I, think that, I think that's what the people are thinking, man. Like, hey, man, that, that's the future of the franchise right there. I'm <laughs> I'm a backup defensive tackle. Like, <laughs> nobody even knows my name. My first name is Larry. But you don't have right. to make it so obvious right off the bat. Like, give it, like, half those guys aren't even on the team anymore. Like, let them give them the black jerseys, too. Damn, White Sox. Um, but Number yeah. I'm still mad about it. Number nine. Um, let's see here. Oh, Jason, you like this one. I think the Bears beats is angrier at Matt Nagy right now than Bears fans are. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's a neck and neck, man. That's too close to call right now, probably. Because they're really mad. Like the questions aren't even like gotcha questions anymore they're just like tell us man just tell us like cut the shit let's just tell us monday monday about Andy dalton's knee it was open revolt really and they're not they're just like the the, the stick with matt is gone now it's just like matt just like tell us please yes um and that's a tough group so i, I would be um the, the the friendliness is gone which i guess happens can i wait, wait, wait. Can, can, can we take a time out yeah so when that happens do, does he get ripped for that because I, I don't, I, I know I beats are different here in the city of Chicago. So like mm-hmm. some beats won't rip a manager, coach or player for something like that. But I feel like something like that, that's something that you get ripped for. Like, is, is that a rippable offense? Which part? The the, the, about the super dodginess about something that shouldn't be dodgy. Uh, I I don't think anybody is pulling punches with Matt Nagy. I, I can't speak for everybody that covers the team. I, I can tell you the Sun-Times is not pulling punches on Matt Nagy. Look, I'm going to tell you something about um, our, our, the Cubs beat. If something like that t- took place, especially when you're not winning, that had, no. <laughs> the Rip City. I think I think that they do a pretty good job of being like, no, Matt. Like that's But at the same time, like he's so good at – turning questions into 45 seconds of word salads that you just like yeah. forget what question you asked by the That's end. Right. 
and you're just like uh okay and like he like uses your name once because that's you know pr step number one and they're like oh yeah, yeah say his name back and they won't ask another question um I, I and have, so- uh, like how you used to go to sleep in school cam like <laughs> I, I i've not gone to sleep during a press conference but i have zoned out completely to where i got to read the transcript to see what that question was because i just it just i just kind of my eyes glazed over and i just lost track of it I feel bad because you, you can tell that someone just wants to be like, no, bullshit. Like someone, I want someone to just like say it out loud. Well, once. I mean, that happens in a slightly politer way, but it, right. it, does, it has been happening. Um, but you can tell that like people want to be less polite about it. There's been um, some interrupting. There's like, uh, you know, no, 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 no. You don't get to keep doing, you don't right. keep talking. Next question. Filibu- you can't filibuster. Right. Yeah. We're not, no, we're not doing a 10 minute answer about Nick Cole. <laughs> Next question. That, which is t- true. Cause that's some, sometimes they just like let people go on. And I always appreciate yeah. when people like stop a coach mid question and just be like, <laughs> no, that was not what I was asking. Number, um, 10, number 10 is, do you think it's hard for Pat O'Donnell to pretend that his warm up takes as long as everyone else's? <laughs> yeah like the life the life of a long ah love it like like what, what are you doing the whole time like Khalil max out there like getting all his fast twitch muscles in and like activating everything and pat o'donnell is just like punting the ball and then running back and getting it and then punting it again like uh, what do you do the rest of the time i always wonder like what do you think he has a full regimen of stuff ride the bike stretch yes i don't like, know that's, that has to be it right but also, not, don't you have all game to also do that? Like, you're not playing except for three other times. Like, couldn't you do that in the second quarter, too? I wonder right. if he can, like, show up earlier or something. Or later, I guess I should say. That, that, that punter in particular, though, Russ, like, he's not skipping any days in the weight room. No. Like, no good, looks and like, good for he looks like he could play safety. He's also punting well. And I love talking about it because everyone's like, cool, I guess. I don't know. But, like, <laughs> his punts, he's play, playing kind of well, I guess, as, I, as far as punts goes. I don't know. We, we did a Bears stat, like, months ago where I told I informed Russ that uh, during his lifetime on the planet that no team has punted more than the Bears. If he has watched the Bears game since Bears play since the day he was born, he has seen the most punts in the NFL. Like, you know that for sure? Oh, yeah, I looked it up. Oh, yeah, wow. no, no, not a joke. See, that's the thing about covering the Bears. Is a lot of things that you say about them sound like a joke. And you're like, no, 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 stop laughing. <laughs> that's real. Yeah, yeah, I'm reporting this. Especially if someone's like really deadpan about it. And you're like, oh, yeah, I get like the Bears, man, you know. And they're like, no, seriously. That you're like, happen. yeah, listen, <laughs> listen, everybody, listen. They traded a fourth round pick for Nick Foles and they're going to pay him $24 million for three years. And everyone just cracks up and you're like, no, 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 no. I'm reading you the transaction report. It happened. Yeah. And then they're going to not ever like actually play him and let him lose to Mitch Trubisky. And then anyways, um, number 11 ending on a strong note. I think that the bears, this is what conspiracy theory. So Tony, this is for you. Oh, great. Here we go. Um, I think that the bears took away the halftime dog Frisbee show because the crowd liked it way more than any of the other quarters. And it got really awkward. <laughs> And so, like, it was just really awkward that everyone was excited for the halftime show instead of the actual football they paid for. And that's why you no longer see dogs at, a, at the halftime show. Catch it. The highlight of the afternoon. Obvious Shirts, Russ, uh, you can get 10, you can get 10% off at Obvious Shirts, by the way, by using promo code Adjacent10. I'm guessing one of their ideas that they were planning was to do a shirt that says, I go only for the dog, for the halftime dog show. I mean, they're really impressive dogs. You look at them and you're like, oh, I, I was expecting you to catch the Frisbee, but I wasn't expecting you to like jump off of other dogs and catch the Frisbee. Like there's a level of training there that I was like, oh, you, you put the work in. I like that. Good for you. The dogs are getting more first downs than the Bears offense. I think they'll bring that back, Cam. If they get back to the 2019 weekly tradition of 
uh, booing the team off the field at halftime. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to need the dogs back just to keep people there and kind of, you know, get morale up a little bit for the third quarter. They should just bring out like the therapy dogs at halftime and just like cycle people on the field, like pet a golden retriever for half a minute and then keep going and be like, enjoy. I hope this was soothing for you. Um, We started our fun segment last week about Tony adulting. And I think it went really well. And very popular. Very popular. Yeah, we got to go a lot. My mom in particular thought that was great, by the way. I think it's good. Like, once again, Tony is going to be 30 years old here soon. So we got to stop treating him like a 16-year-old, all right? And so (laughs) me and Jason are going to be presenting him with more things that he's going to run into or have run into as an adult. And so we have a couple more here this week. Uh, These, Tony, I think you'll enjoy. You know, they're they're about your morning routine, right? So things that happen to you early in the day, or I'll, I'll make the caveat when you wake up, because, you know, yes. for you and I, we wake up a little bit later than Jason mm-hmm. does. Like I'll wake up at 1045 and I've had four messages from Jason Leisure already. <laughs> one, one was at 645 in the morning. And <laughs> so, I did not want to be up at that time. Cam, just to, just to catch you up since you weren't here last episode uh, on the debut of this, we're basically taking him through a training course. Sure. Yeah. Much, much like what you would have to, go through to become a CPA or a, uh, a physician's assistant or something like that. Mm-hmm. Kind of taking Tony week by week with different scenarios. Last week we did a, uh, a nice dinner out okay. and how to handle certain things in that case. Mm-hmm. Today, as Russ said, we're covering uh, what adults do in the morning. Okay. Okay. I feel like I know what I do in the morning, so I think I can help. Okay. Cam, are, yes. are you sure that, Cam, Cam, which are you helping us or are you part of the class? I think I'm, the teachers are one of the students in this. Uh, kind of guy say, I think Let him be a like, GA. Let him be a graduate assistant. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, he okay. could be the GA and like like a lifeline for Tony if he's right. veering off track yeah, here. Right? He can ask I'll be like him, the right. cool teacher that like lets us go to like a bar for class and is like <laughs> teaching you, but also like tries to be a friend. Like trying to get him hammered. Yeah. All right. So this is the first one for you, Tony. What time, and I'll put an asterisk by this, what time does a, a normal adult wake up in the morning? Ooh. Asterisk. We'll put an asterisk by it because there's a caveat to that. Person with a normal job, Tony, uh, what time do they get up in the morning? Adult. I'm going to say 6.30. I, that's that's acceptable. That's in the range. I think that's, that's, a, I think that's in the range. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say that six between six thirty and seven thirty. I was gonna say one of the caveats is people with kids wake up a lot earlier than people without kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because you got to get the kids up, get them cleaned up, mm-hmm. get them to the bus stop, or drive yeah. them to school, whichever uh, that you do as a family. So, but yeah, I'd say between six thirty and seven thirty. That's when most adults get up for. I couldn't. I, I don't remember the last time I've actually seen six thirty. Like, I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Yeah. I am, as we talked about in pre-pro, uh, am not a morning person and had to get up for a flight at six in the morning. Rough. Oh. It's a rough yeah. time. But like, can you get out of bed? Like, or is, or is it something where like, if I don't set an alarm, I'm not going to wake up? Oh, well, okay. if I miss my flight, it's going to be trouble. So yeah, I can get up. Uh, I think <laughs> that leads to our next uh, question in the quiz here for Tony. Do you want to do it, Jason, or you want me to do yeah, it? Tony, Tony, let's say you have to get up early. And I don't mean early for you, which would be like 945. Let's say you have to get up at 6. You have to. Okay? 
Let's say you got a flight at, you know, 8 a.m. So you probably yes, got that was, that was me. That was me the other day. Right. 8 a.m., which sounds like a normal hour to most people. But if you tell me I have an 8 a.m. flight, uh, it's torturous. Tony, Thank you. What, how do you, what is your system for making sure that you get up on time? Uh, I brush my teeth. I wash my face. No, no, no. Tony, stop. I shower. Stop, please. You're not. You're, you're, no, you didn't you're listen. Like, you're not listening, sir. No, no, you're just like listening. This isn't family Jake, feud. Mm-hmm. This isn't family mm-hmm. feud. And the question was things people do in the morning. And you just start mm-hmm. blurting out. Like, Survey yeah. says. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I, I. OK, let me just be transparent. I suspect that how you get up on time when you have to get up early is you have you tell your mom to come wake you up. So <laughs> I, I want to know, how do you think a grown up makes sure that they. How do you think a grown-up makes sure that they get up on time when they have to get up early? I thought you meant, what do I do to get prepared for that? Yeah, well, the reason you thought that is understandable is because Mm -hmm. you weren't listening at all. How do you make sure you get up and you make your flight, Tony? Uh, Just set the alarm. These are boring answers, though. I was going to say, like, Tony sees No, it's not. Like, are you setting (laughs) one? Are you set? You trust yourself to set one and you're going to get up? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm practically giving myself like radioactive like bad things because i sleep right next to my phone so the alarm is like right there so no this this, you've gotten this one wrong an adult makes sure absolutely that they get up on time so let me give you an example there are many ways to do how's that wrong yeah i was like i thought he got that right yeah i'm confused no one alarm is not safe when you have to get up oh okay let's tony let's say this is for something important like catching a flight where it's not waiting for you you show up late you're out of luck Mm -hmm. okay like there are many ways to do this and i'd like to hear russ's too i'll tell you what my system is it's three alarms it's one at the time i need to get up it's one for like five minutes after that and it's one for the absolute drop dead time that i have to get up like if if everything else if everything it's like for 10 minutes before i have to leave so like three is the safety net for that what do you do russ to make sure you get up early enough uh i can wake up off the first one because like tony i the phone's next to the bed but i do set a backup to just in case because you never know like it's happened where I, I sleep. I Is sleep. Yeah, the lady it's, next it's to you? Your... Stop it, Tony. All right. So, question number three. Tony, this segment, you're supposed to be listening and taking notes. Cam, how do you make sure you get up on time? Um, I am a two alarm person, but twist for you. I make sure one of my alarm is not on my phone because sometimes my phone doesn't charge at night. And if my phone dies, I'm cooked. How does your why does your phone not charge at night? You wake up with a dead phone, that's the worst. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes what I do just you like, even do all day. Oh, I <laughs> not use a phone. Um but like sometimes I don't charge it. I don't always just plug it in at night. Like if it's if it's fully charged, I'll just leave it out. Um, but sometimes it dies overnight and you, you lose your arm. So I have like a really old clock radio that just makes like the most shrill noise in the world. And it gets me out of bed. Tony, that's also an acceptable answer. Um <laughs> I feel like Tony had it though. Like I, that was, I was expecting a much worse answer than just set one alarm. Okay, well, there's some nuance to this because when Russ says that he sets one alarm, I feel like I'm not worried about that. Mm-hmm. When Tony says he sets one alarm, I'm like, if I'm ever on going to be flying with Tony early, I better call him. It's rolling the dice. I get it, but. It could have been worse. It could have been like, I just trust myself to get out of bed. And that's where you're like, oh, okay. This Tony, you also get... like not have car insurance? You got to have backup plans, man. <laughs> car insurance is a scam. Insurance overall go. is a scam. Like, 
why do I have to pay this every month and I don't get in an accident and I don't get any return whatsoever? You just take my money. And it doesn't get stored up, right? For years and years of driving correctly. No, you get the same amount of money going back to you if something happens than the, all the money that you have accumulated from me from before. Like, that's this. It's, insurance is stupid. I hate insurance. I do agree with that. It's necessary, but it is stupid. <laughs> I'm about to say I'm not doing this with either of you okay, uh, okay. right now. So <laughs> we're going, we're going. Cam, don't play into this nonsense. Uh, we're going to number three, Tony. What you, you've get, you've gotten yourself up, right? You're up. Mm-hmm. You're wide awake on to start your day at ten fifteen, right? You're up. Right. What are you? What is an acceptable breakfast for an adult? Uh, cereal. What kind of cereal, though? Ooh, this is my wheelhouse. I love cereal. Um, so right now at the crib, I got Fruity Pebbles. I got uh, <laughs> uh, Lucky Charms. You said you love cereal. I knew it was going to be just a series of wrong answers. Frosted Flakes. I got Apple Jacks. I got Honeycomb. You haven't got, named one that's yet. That's so right? much cereal to have at one, one oh, time. Ew, that's I hella cereal, cereal bro. bro. Like I need, I need all the, the cinnamon are, toast the crunch. The gills are invested in like General Mills or something. <laughs> that's a lot of cereal. <laughs> you go there you like a bar. Do you want top shelf or do you want a well cereal? <laughs> they got, they got cereal on tap. Yo, we got honeycombs. You, we got honeycombs if you want honeycombs. <laughs> yes, sir. We got, we got, we got generic fruity pebbles or we got the top shelf real thing from Post. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I haven't yeah. seen smacks in years. They got smacks over here on top of the Gill House. Russ, not one of those that he named is an acceptable breakfast cereal for an adult. Cereal is fine, but none of those are. What? Not? Well, I think if it's a hundred different colors, you're already doing it wrong. If you're a grown, <laughs> I'm gonna take advantage of this young metabolism as much as I can until I can't eat that cereal. What you just? I'm gonna cut you off right there because mm-hmm. you're almost thirty freaking years old. You gotta mm-hmm. stop talking about yourself like you're fourteen. <laughs> He's not wrong, Tom. I'm gonna give him that. He's not wrong. Uh, hey. What, Russ? Help him out here. Anything? First off, anything with the word cashy on it, you're you're in the right section. But go ahead. I, I think uh, adult cereals. Um, I think you can get away with Cheerios as an adult. You can get away with Raisin Bran as an adult. I'd even say cardboard. You want, get- you want me to eat cardboard? That sucks. What's the point Special of living? A total Tony. Tony. <laughs> total. Just, just say. Just say die. Checks. Just say. Just say death. How about Checks. that? That's that would be much easier. Tony, can I help you out with another like kind of just guiding principle? If it comes with a toy, that's not it. Ah oh, man, those are the best things. Yeah. What? See, see. Also, what? See. So also a over here. Tony would be eggs. Yes. Um, some kind of lean meat like turkey sausage or turkey bacon. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Now. All right, hold on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> all right, hold on. I'm a, also, yes, fruits are unacceptable. Um lean meat, we're getting very dietary here. Like you can throw some bacon on the plate and it'd be okay. Regular. Um, okay. All right. Okay. But that also yeah, like, requires me to give it up, get up earlier. And I'm like, eh. No, it doesn't. Working. Yeah, it does. Tony, I wake up at I t- Tony, I wake up later than you. I wake up you at eleven. I have to. I wake up at eleven too. And by the so time I'm like, yeah. By the time I wake up and it's like, ah, it's lunch. And it's like, ah, I don't feel like making breakfast. I'll I mean, eat my ten year old gets up in the morning and makes eggs. Come on, man. Ah, that's too early. 
Cam, what about you? What's, like, what's breakfast for you, adult Cam? Breakfast for me is... See, I'm not actually a big breakfast person. Like, I usually just have coffee and water until like 1 p.m. Um, that's kind of that's kind of an adult breakfast too, but in a sad way. It, yeah, it's like so the sad. The only thing you're missing there yeah. to eat the food yeah. groups is a cigarette. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just like me not eating. Um, there's nothing really adult about that. But like toasts. I love everything bagel season on toast. Little butter, little everything bagel seasoning on it. Choice. Um, bananas. Okay. Easy. I, I was going to say the real adult answer is breakfast for dinner. But that's a whole different topic. Mm, breakfast for dinner, that's fine. You're, you're, Russ, you're going too off the script. <laughs> is that too much? That's too much? Oh, no, well, you, like, to, you're going to just lose Tony. Well, yeah, we got to keep him focused here. But he said he said he was all for breakfast for oh, dinner. Breakfast I think that, dinner? I think breakfast yeah. for dinner is a very adult, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's something adults like. It's a treat. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. It is a treat. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But maybe just finish the breakfast for dinner. All right, Tony, last one. So we were talking about uh, setting multiple alarms, and I hope you were listening during that. That You need the fail-safe. You need the one that goes off 10 minutes before you leave, but one way, before you have to leave. But one way or another, you could end up in a situation where you oversleep, and you wake up with only 10 minutes before you have to leave. And I need you to, like, really get into character here, Tony, and, and treat it like it's something important that you have to leave for. And you cannot be late, okay? Something work-related, probably. Um, you have 10 minutes from the time you wake up to the time you got to be out the door. Mm-hmm. What are you prioritizing? What are you doing in those 10 minutes? What's got to happen? Oh, you got to come up with the necessary lie that uh, won't get you in trouble. <laughs> you need all of that time and energy to make sure you have a very sound alibi as to why you are running late. Okay, so you're already um, counting on being late. You're not gonna yes. leave in the 10 minutes that I allotted. Yes. You're gonna be an hour late to work. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. The best, the, that's the number one thing you gotta do as an adult is make sure you don't get fired from your adult job. And whatever you gotta do to, you gotta sneak out somebody else, you gotta sneak out a coworker, <laughs> you know, you gotta side swipe. Oh. You gotta oh. say, hey, oh. you know, this said my said it you know employee or co-worker kept me up late um sorry i had to working on their project i think you should look over their stuff um yeah you gotta whatever whatever you need to do to keep your adult job is i'm assuming is the right answer tony can i can i present you respectfully because boy what a speech that was eloquent um, yeah. no it was not that was terrible yeah <laughs> but go ahead jason uh, can i present you with an alternative to that plan you may uh, be on time mm. so mm. instead of all those lies and scheming and everything that uh i think you do as a hobby even if it's not a necessity uh let's pretend that you actually can take my advice and try to be on time what's got to happen what, what has to happen in those 10 minutes? You only uh, have 10 minutes to get ready, so you can't do everything. What are you doing before you get out of the door? What are the absolute essentials? Uh, well, you got to watch the important areas. Like, you <laughs> okay, have to. All right. So that, um, gonna say that's uh, two of your minutes there. Toothbrush uh, washing is out, so you got to bring the mouthwash in the car with you. Um, as a black man... Uh, you need to moisturize. You cannot okay. be out here ashy. Well, when you start a sentence like that, I'm not allowed to disagree. But mm-hmm. yeah, yep, he's that's, not. That's why I did <laughs> he's that. Not. I, I agree with you, Tony. As, <laughs> uh, as, a, fellow, as a fellow black, I agree. He could have prefaced his list of cereals with that, and I would have just had. <laughs> he has to say yes. He has to say yes. 
Nah, so you messed up, Jason. Now he's has a trick. He's gonna be like, as a black man, he's just got. He's gonna say whatever nonsense he wants now. Yeah, and you gotta sit there and take when it. I, when I'm like, hey, Tony, did you prepare the segment we asked you to do this week? And he's gonna start his response with that, and I'm just yeah. like, oh, oh, oh. okay, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds like a good enough reason to me. Yeah. Um. Uh, you gotta pick your cleanest, mo- uh, most unwrinkliest thing. Just really quick, put that on. Yeah, I think you're it. I think that's ten minutes. I think you're at ten minutes there. All right, then we're out the door. Okay. And so, what are you gonna Wait. what are you gonna do for food? Ah, uh, you figure that out later. Okay. You, you missed that I, chance for food by being late. Yeah, I agree. Chance. I agree. At that you're, point, you're, right now, you're, you're running. Right you're, 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 <laughs> you're running off of adrenaline. You can go hungry, but you can't go. Uh, you know, undressed. And I, the one thing you said I object to strongly is you got to brush your teeth. I'd say that's number one. Mm. I was going to say, I was going to say, getting dressed, obviously you got to get dressed. Go ahead. I, I was going to say you can get away without the teeth brushing, but two things have to happen. Either you, you got the mouthwash mm-hmm. or you got the pack of gum or Altoids in the yeah. car. Both. Both. Right. Like you got to Something has to get rid of the funk. Yeah. yeah, but also I was gonna say you have to like wipe something down. Mm-hmm. You have to, because mm-hmm. you can't like you can have the freshest breath in the world, but if you still smell like ass, that's not really gonna help you, right? <laughs> yeah, that's why I said so, you gotta wash the essential. Yeah, no, wash wash the essential. Right? So, so face pits privates. Yes, yeah. got you. Hey, oh, he okay. just he just it just occurred to him to wash his armpits in his face when you said that. I'm gonna say for for, for for being a like teach Tony to be an adult segment, Tony being like, yeah, you know, you just gotta figure out how to throw your coworkers under the bus and keep your job. Like that's a pretty adult answer. Like, it seems like he's got it. That is how the world works. Yeah, like that's pretty wise. Cam, like, I wish I had done that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe me and Tony still be working together. You're learning something new every day. <laughs> so last week we voted that Tony was a got to be an adult for the you know the week, right? Yeah. Uh, Cam, you agreed that you thought Tony was pretty adult <laughs> based on a lot of different factors this week. I was impressed. I was expecting much worse. Yeah. So I'm Cam, that you were impressed by his adulthood, though. That's right. That I'm. I'm now. We need to question Cam's adulthood. I mean, I think Tony might be older than me. I'm not sure. <laughs> like I'm just saying, I don't know. Tony is 28, approaching 29 years old. Cam. Oh, okay. So I'm 29, so I'm not. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm close. So both of y'all don't have no excuse. Right. Um, Absolutely, that's the point. Yeah, that's so. Correct. Cam Cam voted yes. Uh, Jason, what are you voting? Not, no, I'm not. A, he needs to take this course, this lesson over again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still haven't heard him list something that's acceptable for adult to eat for breakfast. So no. I think I think that's a tough answer. I'm gonna go through it's the subjective. four. So Tony, you no, it isn't. You got the the first one correct, right? Yes, mm-hmm. you got the time adult should wake up correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little wary, little wary of what you do to get up and setting one alarm. I think you're playing with fire, and could be late. And if you're late, mm-hmm. I found out what you do. We got to call your boss and tell him that you're late. You're just gonna start making shit up if, about people. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if, but if late, I feel like this guy's plan. I feel like this guy. God wanted me to be late. That's what I kind of feel like. <laughs> Maybe you're avoiding a, a car accident. Exactly. You, if you weren't, weren't no, Tony, it don't, it don't work. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, 
Yeah, now I found out. I find out that you blaming. You got to come up with any lie you can to keep your your job. I can't. I can't say. I I wanted. I was feeling good about you being an adult for another week, Tony. But mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. I don't know. Clear it feels you like this it, week it, for adulthood. It, it feels like I mastered adulthood. Uh, that's what I'm hearing. Oh well, that no, that feels wrong to you. That's also incorrect. Um, <laughs> no, when the question was, you only have ten minutes to get ready, and your answer instead of which an adult can get ready in ten minutes. By the way, it's possible. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when your answer instead of um, brush my teeth. Uh, kind of clean myself up the best I can quickly, get dressed and take some food with me in the car. When your answer instead was spend 15 minutes coming up with lies and schemes about why I'm going to be an hour late today, that was problematic for me. Well, as a black man, Jason. <laughs> you got you. I, you got, I, you got I, to I shut, you got to shut up now. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Russ, would you like me to get you caught up on the news? It's my favorite part of the show. I know you love that question. <laughs> I, do. I do. Only the important news here. Uh, Jets rookie quarterback Zach Wilson, the number two overall pick. I told you earlier I would have picked Justin Fields number two. And I, I'm not saying that. I had that in my mock drafts and everything. Best quarterback in college football uh, other than Trevor Lawrence. Totally finished product coming in. Unlike some of these guys like Zach Wilson that you have to project because they played at BYU. Uh, he had four interceptions in a 25 to six loss to the Patriots on Sunday. And his stats after two games are this 56% completions, two touchdowns, five interceptions, a fumble. He's been sacked 10 times and his passer rating is 56. Let him fail on the job, man. It's only, well, he plays for the jets. Never mind. <laughs> only go downhill for me. That, that that job is failing. To be a Jet, yeah. is, that's that's what they've been for. That's one of the franchises the Bears can look at and feel good about. Kim, they can look at that and be like, "Hey, we're doing all right." But like, are they like you know like are the Bears doing that much better than the Jets? Do you think yes. so? Yes, not much better enough better to be happy Jets, about. Yes, Jets and Lions. Uh, maybe now Houston. That's about it. Jacksonville. There's not many. Houston's never, two and zero. Oh. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Somehow, I mean, yes. Somehow. My, thing, my thing on Zach Wilson, never trust a guy that couldn't kiss a girl in college. Uh, I bet he did. I'm just going to say it. Like, I bet he did. I'm Padres to stars. Thank you. Yeah. Padres stars, Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis Jr. got into a little spat in the dugout. Russ, I'm sure you saw this as a baseball reporter. You could not have missed it. Had to be separated. Uh, I was reading a a long article, very good article in the San Diego Times Union about this Mm -hmm. and saying that uh, this had been a problem brewing for a long time, uh, that their manager is kind of not capable, has no real Mm -hmm. influence or authority to kind of step in and and stop this or maybe no inclination to do so. I'm not sure. Uh, I think this speaks to a lot of frustration because the Padres were 17 games over 500, like a month ago. Right. And I I was surprised to see that they had fallen so far. I hadn't really thought much about the Padres until recently when this came up, they've, they've almost completely fallen out of the playoff race. They'll probably be out of the playoff race. They'll probably be eliminated by the time that this episode runs. What'd you make of this Russ? This seemed like when you have, uh, when you have Machado confronting him about being kind of childish, I would say, this seems, I, like, this seems like more than just your like run-of-the-mill, brush-it-aside uh, teammate fight. I think 
I think there's little brother, big brother thing going here where Machado as the big brothers like, yo, come on, stop crying about striking out. Um, but also, if you read that story that you're referring to, it's like Tatis at 22 years old has been everything for that franchise. And they've gone from being one, they traded for everybody and have fallen out of a playoff race. And he's kind of like, dude, we're doing all this. I've popped my shoulder out three times and I still I'm still been one of the best players in the game. And here we are about to miss the playoffs again. Um yeah, I, I don't think it's the issue between them, but I do think there's there's an organizational some organizational issues that I've been I've been hearing about that um, too, and uh, I think it all boils down to I think Jace Tingler should probably update his LinkedIn. Sounds like he won't be. Sounds like he'll be keeping his job. Actually, uh, from what I from what I read in that report, doesn't sound like they have any inclination to fire him. But we'll see. When the losses pile up and you we'll get to see. the end of the season, maybe you rethink things. Uh, Chiefs Ravens, did you treat yourself to watching that game Sunday night, gentlemen? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh man, nipples were hard the whole time, man. It was great. I gotta admit, Tony. I need a cigarette. It was kind of a sexual experience for me as well. That game reminded me that I liked football. you. Reminded me that I liked football a lot. Mm. The the Harbaugh call was great. It was it was so. And I love that they go like, oh, analytics. Like I thought it didn't need analytics at all. Like it was so obvious. It, you didn't need to like do the math to go for it on fourth and one. That was that. It just seemed so obvious to me the whole time. Yeah, like I don't get why football people don't think more like basketball and like oh final seconds or I need to play. Yeah, I'll give it to the best player on my team yeah. <laughs> versus uh, let's try this punter guy. You know, we'll see what he's all about. <laughs> Go win the game. It's not hard. <laughs> Russ, you've grown up in Chicago. You've grown up a Bears fan watching the Bears your entire life. When you yes, sir. turn on a Chiefs game, for example, are you confused? <laughs> oh, no, because I've, I've yourself, always. Do you find yourself kind of uh, reaching, get, grasping, trying to figure out, uh, is this an Olympic sport that I wasn't aware of before? Do you know what you're watching when you flip on the Chiefs? You know, see, as a, as a Bears fan, I feel like I have a better idea of what they, the team needs to do than the people that run the team. So, you know, I know that's what real offense looks like. Unfortunately, the powers that be that run the Chicago Bears have not realized that. So, yeah, it's more sad. Like, damn, I'll never have this in my life. Hey, there's a plan in place. Don't worry. Everything's going to plan right now. They're just seeing the plan out. That's what's happening. How many? The plan, uh, is, how, the plan is pray to God that this kid saves them all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, uh, of of uh, Ryan Piss, but Ryan Pace's first Ryan round draft picks. <laughs> Ryan Pace. <laughs> oh, Ryan Pace's first round draft picks. Other than Roquan Smith, how many are still on the Bears? Roquan. Exactly. I don't remember exactly. this, but I'm pretty sure it's none, isn't it? Exactly. Now, just him and Fields, right? Exactly. And finally, Russ, scientists in Germany have successfully potty trained cows. Yes, let's go. They have taught cows to use the toilet. Not so much a toilet like what you have in your home, more of like a cow porta potty. But the point is that they did this because cow urine turns into a greenhouse gas, nitrous oxide, when it when it mixes with the soil. So this is good for the environment, good for climate change, things like that. If they can get cows to use this like cow porta potty, uh, 
and then the urine can be disposed of safely. Uh, they did it. They ran this test on 16 cows. 11 of them learned to successfully use the cow porta potty. Russ, come on, man. This is compelling. Um, this is a right. scientific Tony, breakthrough, Russ. Tony, I'm going to need you to put the long bleep over this because what I'm about to say probably shouldn't go out as I say it. We basically for milk so why can't they just put like a bucket underneath the cow and let them pee in it <laughs> that's a good uh, question that's <laughs> not exactly how they get the milk yes it I is mean, it feels like it is yes yeah. it is yeah, you know, so. mm, that's not quite <laughs> right but uh you're interrupting the news here <laughs> basically right. what happened with me and a cow this weekend is the exact same thing <laughs> Uh, anyway, I hope not. That's really aggressive. <laughs> it was much more, it's much more relaxed than I made it sound there. Would Russ, would you like to know how they taught the cows to use the cow porta potty? And Did you uh, move? just to... <laughs> what? What do you say? Did, did Russ move? So, Tony, stop. Oh my gosh, Tony. <laughs> Please in this podcast. <laughs> Not till we finish the news, Russ. So anyway, step one was they put them in the porta potty and gave them a treat every time they made. Uh, number step two, they put them near the porta potty, so like porta potty adjacent, and uh, they give the cow a treat if it goes in there to do its business. And if it doesn't, and it does its business out in the grass, which is the whole problem they're trying to stop, they spray it with water for three seconds, like from a hose. And then step three is that you repeat step two, but from farther away to see if the cow will really walk. Like, I I don't know. I do have the study here in front of me, but I didn't read every detail of it. You see if you can get the cow to walk like 15 feet over to the porta potty. Like the cow really has to want to do it in the porta potty at that point to get the treat. Uh, The study concluded that with 16 out of the uh, 11 of, of these 16 cows successfully learning how to do this, Russ, that, quote, remarkably, the calves showed a level of performance comparable to that of children, human children we're talking about, uh, and superior to that of very young children. Hmm. <laughs> you're, you're caught up on the news now. That's it. Is it weird that we're using their manure and urine well we're trying to prevent their urine from ruining the earth was the whole point of the study oh i thought you were saying that it's good for the earth <laughs> no no greenhouse gas is bad uh, tony you know i thought that part went without explaining but it turns out it doesn't <laughs> okay it's crazy how bad everything about cows are for the environment i feel like like that's like the third thing that they're like cows do this and it ruins the earth you're like damn cows so Pop this life. has been this has been another episode of Biology Adjacent with <laughs> Russ Dorsey, Jason Leisure, Cam Ellison, Tony Gill. Um, we'd like to thank everybody out there for listening to today's show. We'd like to thank our guy Cam for sitting in once again with us and adding to yeah. this chaotic thing that we call a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Always a pleasure for having uh, you on, sir. We appreciate you. Uh, once again, if you'd like to get our merch other Chicago sports merch, go on to obviousshirts.com, get 10% off free shipping uh, using the promo code adjacent10. Give us a like, subscribe, give us five stars, leave yeah. a 
comment or review. You can email us at sportsadjacent at gmail.com. Thoughts, comments, and concerns. Follow all of us. You see, if you're looking at the thing, at Jason Leisure, at Russ underscore Dorsey one, at the Tony Gill. It's at Cam Ellis, correct? Kingsley Ellis. Kingsley, Kingsley Ellis. Ellis. Kingsley yeah. Ellis. So a name that nobody calls you. Everyone will remember that. Oh, That's right. Just watch your follower account. You're going to get a real boost. <laughs> I'm excited. Morning, Kim. The it's sports good. adjacent good. bump. They're just yeah. going to flow in like they always do. I'm, I'm, I'm just one episode away from hitting it big. But tell all your friends, tell all your family, listen to the pod, pod download. We got back. We got a, a big back catalog. We are about uh, seven months deep into this thing. So there are episodes where, you you know, if you want to find out why Tony doesn't go to libraries or has never been to one, we have that in there. Uh, we we have Jason complaining about why uh, the police also stops white people. We got that for you if you want to look that that's up. That, that, that <laughs> you is, know, that, that's not how I would characterize. It. <laughs> well, that's how you. That's how it came out. Um, I didn't hear news of this. All of that is in our back catalog. Make sure you're listening to that, and uh, we will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Sports Adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms. I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.